0: Welcome back, Mighty Vandals, to Tubbs & Club, your University of Idaho affiliate on the Big Sky Podcast Network. I'm your host, Brian Marceau, joined by just just one person joining us. There's no one producing, no one seducing, unless Dallas is doing on the side. But, Dallas, joined
1: by you, as always. How's it going, dude? Uh, Brian, it's fucking electric. Today was a great day. Uh, first day of March Madness is always a lot of fun someday. Obviously, we hope that Idaho is there being the Furman or Providence of the world, uh, but Brian, I couldn't be more thrilled about this episode. This is going to be back-to-back fun episodes of basketball, and I don't know if we've ever had that. Oh god, yes you do. The answer is no.
0: Of course we haven't. Of course we haven't, man. This is the best basketball day we've ever had on Tubbs of the Club, dating back to First episode I recorded was 2018. Verlin's last year, and uh, you know we, we don't need to bury the lead any longer. We're in around the bar brought to us by Hughes River Expedition, and there is one topic today, guys. University of Idaho has a new men's basketball coach uh, announced today. Alex Pribble, running the show from Seattle, coming over uh, had been associate coach, associate head coach at Seattle U. Uh, it was a little there's a little bit of a process, uh, over the last couple of days where, uh, when we went to bed on March 15th, the, the ba- basic news, basic understanding both dubs, the club had, and a lot of the national people had was that, uh, Ale- was that, um, Austin Claunch, current head coach at nickel state w- looked like the guy who was going to be running, uh, the head coach for Idaho. And it was just a matter of uh, finalizing things. Then we all wake up and, uh, best news we had national guys had it too was it was down to a two-man two-man race of clonch or pribble looked like it was going to be
1: essentially a bang bang thing uh we're not going to go into the play oh, by i'm play. going to cut you off very quickly will you restart saying that you just dropped out audio for a good 20 seconds we're at we're producing in public here i have no idea what the hell you're talking about we, we lost a couple sentences from you there the only thing better than doing an intro once is doing He's it doing twice it
0: twice yes so uh march 15th we all go to bed and the basic news Tubbs had basic news national guys had as well was that austin clonch head coach in nichols looked like the guy who was going to be idaho's coach and it was a matter of finalizing details dotting i's crossing t's uh well something in between going to bed and the new day coming changed and national news same news Tubbs club had which we're not going to go through all the blow by blow that uh, we shared with our patrons but if you guys want uh to be in on this as much of the inside stuff as tubs can share patreon.com backslash tubs at the club because to our discord members we absolutely did share in news as it came in with multiple updates today but um it was announced today uh some national guys had to correct themselves that uh no it was not gonna be austin Claunch from nichols it was it's alex Pribble coming over from seattle u he's a young dude 37 years old um dallas i first thing i want to go over just for like two minutes um Pribble was not on anyone's radar until today, nationally. And we look. We talked last when we recorded last week that our list was not exhaustive. A lot of dudes applied. It's going to be hard for anyone to have an exhaustive list with uh, the rumored volume of people who applied. But w- your reaction first to hearing, you know, to, to we we had we were under the impression my, it was going to be claunch. Then you you hear that it's Alex Pribble. What is your initial reaction today to finding that out?
1: Well, fuck. that was the immediate reaction I saw. I like, I mean, we talked about Clanch on the previous show. I even said, you know, obviously Garson was a hot candidate. I think we were all in agreement there. I said David Riley would be the clear cut number one if there was a chance, but I didn't think it was gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And rounding out my top three, I had Austin Clanch in there thought he'd be a great great choice because he's proven to rebuild a division one team before and hearing he's gonna be the guy and then it rip away. It felt almost like Pribble came out of nowhere. Shout out to Tom Kendall dropping a comment and saying exactly that. Pribble came out of nowhere for me. That's why I was not so stoked early. I had the same reactions like, okay, so he's a Seattle U assistant. And that was about all I knew. I knew he knew he had been tied to Hayford, uh, Jim Hayford, former Eastern coach, former Seattle U head coach. Uh, and I was just kind of not underwhelmed or overwhelmed. I was just kind of whelmed, I guess is what I would say. I think um, that was the
0: reaction to most people who weren't on the search committee because C- Seattle U's had two recent good seasons, but Seattle U's not a national powerhouse. So I think for a lot of people, the reaction similar to you was like, okay, who's Pribble? But then look, I want to, we need to talk about his background because my reaction is identical to you. Then when I had time to look up who Pribble was, um, I was not whelmed or underwhelmed. I was, I was pretty, I'm pretty damn stoked about Alex Pribble. I think everyone should be stoked. So Dallas, you you hit on you alluded to a couple points, but um, let's let's just assume some of our listeners are like you were earlier today, like okay, well who's this Pribble guy? Uh, A lot of big big sky coaches. If you don't actually, if a lot of new hires in the big sky, if you don't research on your own, you're not really going to know their background. We don't have guys coming down from power five head Mm -hmm. coaching positions that are national figures. So let's run through who Pribble is, because again, I, I don't, I'm not trying to have any spoilers here. I think everyone should be stoked as hell that Pribble's a head coach. So can you run through a little bit of the bio to uh, get
1: us all caught up? Absolutely. I do want to preface this for everybody. So obviously I said when I first heard the name Alex Pribble, I was whelmed. Once I started setting up the outline for the show and actually deep diving into what Alex Pribble has done in his career, I am thrilled about this hire. I think I honestly don't know if Idaho could have, picked a better coach so let's dive into it Alex Bribble 37 years old first time D1 head coach today started his career in 2004 he walked on at Cal uh, so Cal Berkeley Pac-12 school uh ended up becoming a grad assistant there under Ben Braun it was uh, Ben Braun's the best coach in Cal history Cal is not necessarily known for bat- their basketball but Ben Braun had probably the best run of any coach ever at Cal he ended up uh Ben Braun gets fired Pribble ends up as the head coach of a high school in California. They won 30 games in one year, but I didn't focus too much on that. I mean, this is, we're talking 2008 to 2011. It's it's been almost 15 years at this point from there. He moves on to uh, San Francisco state university D2 school, not a, um, historically good, uh, program there. Uh, shout out to Jason Mayer in the comments, Boise media saying Kermit Davis still in the mix for the Idaho job. Uh, Shots fired there at uh, some of our, our friends and family and colleagues. Uh, anyways, spends two years at San Francisco State. Uh, first year was not super awesome. Their second year, they did win more games than they lost, so at least there was a little bit of improvement there. After that, that's kind of when Pribble's career changes. He gets hired on at Eastern as an assistant to Jim Hayford from 2013 to 2015. Obviously, the 2014-2015 Eastern Eagles, Jim Hayford takes them to the NCAA tournament. They put up a pretty good fight against Georgetown. I actually thought they were going to win that game. It was pretty devastated they didn't. Uh, they have Tyler Harvey, leads the nation in scoring, second-round pick in the NBA, one of the best players the Big Sky has seen in decades. After that, he moves on to St. Martin's, a D2 school in Lacey, Washington, Brian this we'll we'll get into this one a little bit more. I just want to tell everybody he had 4 years as uh head coach in a D2 school. So he does have head coaching experience. He left that school and then the last 4 years he's been the associate head coach for Seattle U first under Jim Hayford and then when Hayford had some um questionable things go on that caused uh caused him to depart the Seattle U program. I don't really want to get into that too much. Uh, Chris Victor ended up getting promoted one of the other assistants alongside Pribble and then Pribble served out the last two years uh, in two of Seattle U's best years in the last 60 years. We'll get into all the details of that, Brian, but just looking at this. Okay. He's been a successful assistant at multiple places against Seattle U. uh, Not not that they've made the tournament, but back-to-back 20 win seasons. Eastern made it to the NCAA tournament. And then again, we'll get into the head coaching resume, but his head coaching resume at D2 was incredible. I could not be happier about this hire, Brian.
0: Yeah, a couple points I want to hit on is, first, he's from a pretty pretty damn successful coaching tree, uh, the Jim Hayford coaching tree out of Eastern Washington, which, uh, look, Jim Hayford got fi- fired at Seattle U, like you said, but Jim Hayford himself did very well rehabbing Eastern Washington. You know, he did, did okay at Seattle U, and place has done better since he left, but whatever, that's he built the foundation. Um, Shantae Leggins is a guy everyone, people who are Big Sky fans are familiar with. He is uh, He's part of the Jim Hayford Tree. David Riley at Eastern right now, part of the Jim Hayford Tree. So Alex Pribble is a third Jim Hayford Tree head coach in the Northwest. Uh, third who will have spent time in, on a Big Sky team. So you know, th- there's a local connection that's interesting at this level. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing I want to look at is Seattle U isn't a, a real sexy name. So if I, for example, when Travis DeCure was hired at University of Montana, he had been at Cal. That's a sexier name. But one of the benefits of hiring from some of the mid-major types of schools is that, look, the further down you are on a coaching list, so let's say you're the going to scare some people, the number three coach, you're not doing as much like in-game coaching. Likely, you're more likely to be involved in recruiting, running practices, but as far as the actual game execution, you're a little, little bit less involved. Well, our understanding is Pribble absolutely was involved in things like game day adjustments and game coaching at Seattle U. So he has experience at the D1 level with the in-game part for sure. And like you said, he has very good D2 uh, head coaching experience. We talked last week about how uh, Bullsby had been public saying it's, it is much safer. It's a much more secure thing for an, an athletic director to do is to hire someone who's been successful as a head coach at some level than to get a sexy name, Who from a power five school who has not done any actual like running of a program or much running of the team from the bench? Uh, Pribble, in spite of his youth, certainly has experience there. So, uh, that's one takeaway I've got is even though the dude's young, he's got some experience that should let people relax right now and know that even look, every hire on paper is exciting and then you have to actually play we just lived through about as bad a run as we possibly could have last half decade. I don't think it's possible to be Vandal and today and to not think today that we're already set for a significant step forward into the next season, which that was, that's my immediate takeaway, Dallas. That's part of why, you know, my, I'm ready to buy Vandal basketball tickets again. I am ready to, to, you know, up or add donations to VSF in a way I've been holding off because the big thing we've been frustrated about is over the co the coaching search seems to have a, a person who we should be stoked about. There's reason to be excited about. So not my first reaction now, Dallas, knowing who the guy is having read the background is I'm ready for, I'm ready for basketball season.
1: I mean, I, I wouldn't quite say I'm ready for basketball season because there's a whole football season we've got to get to first. And I'm, so much more excited than that than I've been for a football season in realistically about the last 20 years so still got to get through that first but I'm not going to be dreading basketball when football is going I'm actually going to be very excited about the basketball season Brian I I, I couldn't agree more with one of the things you said cannot wait to get down to Moscow and go check out this awesome arena with a team that again should be considerably better than what we have seen before over the last five years of just absolute dumpster fire. Um Brian, I I really I, like looking at this. I, I feel like this is the, ch- this is, this is it. Like I have bumped up. I am actually, I've, I've significantly increased my donations to VSF because of the progress we've made in the football and basketball program over the last 18 months. Let's, I want to jump into the St. Martin's D2 head, head coaching resume here for Alex Pribble, because there's some things that I think once they're said out loud, I think all the people that might be listening to this or hearing this for the first time and tentatively excited of, hey, new coach, but we don't know a lot about him. This guy had a hell of a run as a D2 head coach. So he coached at St. Martin's for four years. He went 83 and 41, best record in program history. They went six and 22 the year before he arrived in his first year. They went 15 and 13. It was the first time they had a winning season in six years. Keep that in mind, had a terrible team. He came in, they had their first winning season in six seasons numbers to remember there 17 and 13 in year two. And then this is where things really exploded when he got to year three and year four of his, of his program year three, they went 25 and eight and made the first NCAA tournament in St. Martin's history. They'd never made it to the D two tournament or you know any tournament at any point that they'd any classification they'd been at very first NCAA tournament. And then in his final year as a head coach there, they went 26-6, and six and they ended the regular season as the number 18 in the nation, Brian. I If you're talking about let's hire a new coach to try to reinvigorate Vandal basketball, sure, the one knock here is that he did it at a D2 school, not a D1 school, but he took a school that is not known for basketball, not known for athletics, and in three years got them to the NCAA tournament for the first time, got them to a top 10 ranking the following year. Brian, I couldn't, I could not be happier about this. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call that a knock when you look at
0: recent big sky hires. You know, I mean, Ryan Looney was hired to Idaho State off of D2 experience and not associate head coach experience. Um, You already referenced guys like Travis, Travis DeCure was promoted from Cal as a number three assistant. Danny Sprinkle uh, came to Montana State, no head coaching experience. David Riley promoted at Eastern with no head coaching experience. So I'm not going to call but doing very well at rebuilding a D2 team in knock. And I want to focus on what you said too, is a rebuild because Idaho is going to be a rebuild for sure. Um, right now there's five open roster spots. We had four seniors and use of solids in the transfer portal. Uh we'll, we're going to see if a few more vandals get in the transfer portal. I wouldn't be shocked if some of the, the guys were hoping stay for sure. You know, guys like Isaac Jones, uh, Nigel Burris, Dominic Ford, wouldn't be shocked if those guys at least wait long enough to meet Pribble uh, before making any sort of decision on leaving with the asterisk that Jones is going to get some very good offers. So he he may be different than the rest of the roster, but um, Pribble has, at, on, like I said, right now he's got five roster spots. You know, based off his background, um, most of his coaching experience, like you said, has been in the Northwest. You know, he you can ex, you can probably explain one having done some recruiting for Seattle U he's already recruited some guys who have been a pretty easy pitch to say, Hey, Seattle U won 20 some games last year. If you want to go there and maybe, maybe start, maybe play off the bench, go ahead. It's a good place. You want to start, come to Idaho. Uh, Pretty easy pitch and some guys he's already probably been recruiting or at least has, you could call it a warm market right now. So that, that part I'm stoked for it for the next uh, couple of weeks. The other thing is look, we don't, I haven't watched a lot of St. Martin tape, Dallas, full disclosure, but uh, Seattle U was a guard oriented offense. Uh, St. Martin's I believe was a bit, was guard oriented as well uh, in his, you know, in the press release, Pribbles uh, quote is saying he wants to play fast paced, which you can't read too much into that. Other than one thing I do want to bring up. I said, look, when we're talking about, the entire pool of potential coaches coming to Idaho, you can care about the style a coach plays as part of what you want to see. Well, if you like fun basketball, Pribble sounds like he's the kind of guy who's going to play up and down basketball. So look, we got to avoid the San Diego state style dumpster fire or university, of Montana, Idaho state offensive dumpster fires that we would have supported the guy, but now we get to support a guy we're excited about who it sounds like a fun style is what he wants to play. Uh, good team playing fun is going to put butts in seats so look here's another thing to be stoked about to me dallas is we've got the background uh reputationally in the northwest look when someone's hired as a head coach there's not going to be a ton of people professional you know head coaches saying well this is a dog should hire but the people i talked to had only good things to about to say about alex pribble both about his relationship development and just the guy as an nexus and o's coach Uh, One of the guys we talked to who is pretty active in the coaching search said he's not just for Idaho. Um, He said he thinks Pribble is going to be the best mid-major hire of this cycle. We're going to see if that happens, but people who are not just vandals uh, are saying it looks like uh, Gallick. And look, credit Gallick. She used a search firm. I think think the jury's in when Gallick uses a search firm. The results seem to be better than going solo. Uh, But hey, credit the athletic department for running a good search and getting a name that everyone, both vandals and people who just know college basketball are stoked about. I, yeah. um, Press conference is Monday, Dallas. So we're going to learn a little bit more. I'm interested to see how Pribble um, presents himself to the public, but it feels like there's some positive momentum in the department, obviously in men's basketball. There's a, there's earned enthusiasm right now, Dallas. We haven't seen for honestly six years now.
1: Brian, speaking of earned enthusiasm, we have more viewers currently live than some days. It feels like we have more live viewers right now than we've ever had on a, like an actual recorded episode of the basketball show. It's not true, but we have considerably more live viewers than we've ever had. So, Before we get into talking about Pribble, I want to talk about something else that we have very high love for. Hughes River Expeditions. If you are looking for a great all-inclusive week-long vacation, don't look past your backyard. Hughes River Expeditions has been Vandal-owned and operated since 1976, and they're ready to take you on the vacation of a lifetime. Enjoy a multi-day trip down the Middle Fork of the Salmon, the main Salmon River of No Return, the Salmon River Canyons, or the Selway. You can even check out special trips like one to see the Perseid meteor shower, camp on pristine beaches or pristine bitches, run amazing whitewater, hike scenic trails, spot wildlife, soak in the beautiful natural hot springs, and fish some of the most remote, woof, ri- ri- fish some of the most remote stretches of river in the country. Colin, I've done this a bunch of times, and apparently, I still can't do it right all the time. My apologies. Just bring your clothes. Let HRE handle the rest. You're going to focus on fishing not focusing on pronouncing fishing. Grab a paddle, catch dinner, and ride the bull all throughout the Gem State. Call him now at 800-262-1882. Again, that's 800-262-1882, or check him out at HughesRiver.com. You can also find Colin Scott Hughes on Twitter. He'll hit you up there. The dude's awesome. We love hanging out with him. We love him. Thank you, Colin. Brian, before we get into a little bit more about Pribble, we do have a special episode of martin's magical minutes the one person of tubs of the club that hasn't gotten to quickly express their opinions on alex purple so without further ado martin's magical minutes
2: hi guys it's another martin's magical minute i'm excited about the hire i know brian and dallas are probably by what you guys have already listened on the show it's it's i'm just excited i'm not as in-depth as men's basketball as what brian and dallas are but just i'm excited it i've got i'm fired up just i wish i could be on the show with them but just other things happened or i'm not able to make it but i it's it's a new day it's a new era it's a fresh fresh crop of veggies if you will uh what what everybody has said about just kind of what I've caught with the quick research I've done just to kind of see more, learn more about him. I, I'm already excited about the hire. I was going to be excited about the hire, no matter who it was, I'm going to be honest with you guys. Uh, But it's, it's new. Uh, Something that I know I've kind of, I didn't say much on the previous coach update show about wanting someone with a Pacific Northwest like coaching ties. But I think this is perfect I know in the past we've gotten players from, I know Sean Kramer has said on Twitter and on when he was working, working at Vandal Nation, wanting, having those kind of ties to Pacific Northwest, always recruiting the Pacific Northwest was, I think, something that has worked well for Idaho and I think can work well, having Alex having previously coached at St. Martin's University in Lacey, Washington, I think will do well for Idaho. And I'm just excited for the future excited for what's to come with this team and where they can go and i'm already looking forward to the press conference on monday and i don't really have what much else what to say other than go vandals I know I...
1: so brian i do want to jump into one thing real quick so anybody that's watching live you can see the the press release from the vandals Again, it's just titled, Alex Pribble named Idaho men's basketball head coach. You should be able to find it quite easily on the website. I wanted to read off his quote here. He said in the, again, this is just initial press release, his, co- his press conference is going to be 3 p.m. Pacific Monday. You can stream it on ESPN Plus. Highly recommend you doing that. But Pribble says, I am truly honored to be the next head coach at the University of Idaho. Thank you to President Scott Green and Terry Golick for giving me the opportunity to lead this program and be a part of this terrific university. My wife and I are excited to get to Moscow and meet the rest of the Vandal family. We are focused on developing a championship culture with young men who will achieve excellence on the court, in the classroom, and as leaders in the community. We hope that the Vandal fans will be excited about the brand of basketball being played in the ICCU. You will see a fast pace, a physical defense, and intensity on both ends of the court. We can't wait to get the journey started. Go Vandals. So, Brian, what I wanted to kick to you with this is... for anybody that follows the Vandal basketball program as religiously as you do, I think you might remember a guy named Cam Tyson. Do you happen to know that Cam Tyson played for Alex Pribble at Seattle U this year? Any stats you might want to bring up about Cam Tyson tonight, Brian? Well, he made first team out whack um, this season
0: average. What is it? 18.6 points per game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And he led the whack in three pointers yeah, I mean, well Cam Tyson was a great shooter at Idaho, which meant he was a great shooter and he he did take his game to a next step at, uh, at Seattle U. he, he was uh, he was a kind of a journeyman basketball player, went to University of Houston didn't play much there, then went to Seattle U, which is from, he's from Bothell. So not that we're doing a cam Tyson uh, deep dive or anything, but you know Pribble has some background working with some guy, some guards who made some pretty big steps. You already referenced Tyler Harvey from his time when he was at Eastern Washington. There's some other guards at Eastern who are pretty dang good as well. Uh, Cam Tyson, a recent connection. Um, I guess when you say Cam Tyson, look, Martin hit on it in Magical Minute. And this is, to me, the next step that we're going to be paying attention to is, other than seeing, you know, what what kind of presence Pribble has, and my my hot take, having never spoken with Pribble, having never heard a word out of his mouth yet, is I bet it's going to be a lot more fun than it has been for the last four years because uh look there's there's a reason Klaus was hidden in public and I think there's going to be a reason to not hide Pribble I think he's going to be used to engage the fan base so uh fingers crossed about getting him on here uh we've reached out to the athletic department we have heard nothing yet we're gonna see we're gonna keep messaging until we get a yes or a no <laughs> but um I'm Other than that, other than that part, the see what the front-facing version of Pribble is going to be, which I expect is going to be
1: a different version of Jason Eck. Brian, I got to interrupt you real quick because you've buried the lead here. We've already had Vandal Twitter accounts tweeting messages that Alex Pribble recorded on a phone. That's more than we ever got out of Zach Claus. So we're already seeing first date three hours in. We're already seeing this. Okay,
0: okay, exactly. Let me let me hit on that point again. This is why it feels so good and why a lot of vandals, I wouldn't be st- shocked at all if we have an attendance bump next season, because look, this has been a brain dead thing. A reset was going to be exciting and we have a guy to get excited about. We have a guy who right now deserves your enthusiasm. So like for me, he's going to get mine. Um, but the other part is we we've, we're going to at least have half a roster to fill and Pribble's going to have to move relatively fast. So I already touched on earlier, but he's got, he's got Northwest connections. I expect that's probably the route we're going to get to fill out the roster, which even if some of the guys who come over are guys he had been recruiting at Seattle U, that's a representative step up because the big transfers Idaho got in the last couple of years were guys off the bench at Grand Canyon, which, you know, hey, Grand Canyon made the NCAA tournament. But if Idaho is going to be good, the caliber of transfer – has to be superior to a guy who isn't starting at a comparable level, mid to low major program. And th- that's what I'm going to be looking for next. I'm going to be floored if Pribble's not able to land higher caliber guys because now there's actual energy around Idaho. Right now there's no signed high school players coming to University of Idaho because, duh, that's what, of course, was going to happen with the lame duck year. That's over. That's over. And now we get to we get to watch as fans – and have reasonable expectations and know that we're not, we're not having to sell ourselves on being stoked for this season. You should be stoked about Vandal basketball today, Dallas. And that's the first time recording on this show that I think we've been able to say that and mean it unironically and just be able to now watch games and not, we can think about the idea that Dallas in the future, think about this year, we're going to have a football season and a basketball season. The first any vandals have a lot of vandals have experienced in probably five years, where for both those sports you don't have to sit there and think, okay, how do I make this work? No, you get to just be excited for football and just be excited for basketball, which that that
1: feels pretty damn good to me. Brian, I I really like the optimism that I feel here. I cannot express enough to people. I know I'm always the loud, angry one that's upset, usually because again, vandal PTSD of all the years that we've pissed away with Zach Kloss all the years that we pissed away, waiting out the Patrino contract, like just bad decisions after bad decisions, you start getting burned out on, on them. But one thing that re- has really struck, st- just struck out to me or stuck out to me, words are hard, it's late guys. One thing that really stuck out to me as I was doing some of this research, Seattle U for the first time in 60 years, won 20 games back-to-back years. Very big thing there. But when I looked into it, Their third leading score. now, this is, again, this is going to be a little bit unique because the kid is is from Vancouver, so it makes sense that he plays in in the Seattle area. But Alex Schumacher, he was the number three scorer for Seattle U this year. Again, they won 20 games. He was recruited to St. Martins. He played for Pribble at St. Martins and was good enough there to go up to Seattle U and be the third leading scorer on a team that won 20 games. When was the last time that we saw Vandal players moving up? Other than, again, if Isaac Jones doesn't come back to Moscow, you can assume it's because he went and found a better school to play at. But for the last five years, Brian, the pipeline has been the opposite. Guys come here for their 1D1 offer, and if they transfer out, usually they end up in D2. It's really, I know I know it's one guy, but it's nice to see, like, holy shit, this guy can recruit. He found a, a local kid to go play on the D2 team that was good enough to play on a 20-win team in Seattle, a D1 school. Like we we don't see that. We haven't seen that in five years. And I'm I'm thrilled to see that look, there's a coach that he's proven he knows what the hell he's doing. So want
0: to hit the comment section real quick. We have Tom Kendall trying to make me laugh my ass off, saying 20 wins. What is that? Andrew Whipple, finally, it's a Christmas miracle. Uh Tom Kendall, I hope. I hope Pribble's social media skills are similar to Eck and his staff. And hey, I just want to address that part. The athletic department itself, actually, like they're the ones who do the strategy for social media. Eck's good at on his own. He has natural charisma, but the unified front is not like just Eck on his own. Like it's it's good internal hires that are are doing that part of the athletic department. So I expect, yeah, uh, we're going to see whatever personality-wise Alex Pribble is because he's clearly going to be different different than Jason Eck. Um, it's, it's going to be that version to me, uh, for basketball of we're, we're not hiding basketball anymore. We're trying to draw people in. We think we're excited about vandal basketball. We think you, the fan should be excited. Come watch in a kick-ass arena that even if it's at 3000 people in ICCU is, uh, is, is a kick-ass atmosphere, but man, that's okay. That's the other thing I want to bring up for the last two years. This is not just Idaho fans listen to any big sky broadcast listen to culture Nuanas, listen to any any show that covers big sky basketball the only thing people could say about idaho is yeah they've got a really nice arena yeah they've got a really nice arena with the understood part of like that has to mean something at some point dude this year the story is not just going to be nice arena it's going to be kick-ass arena with new coach bringing energy to the fan base Obviously we have to play the games he has to actually produce before coaches played a single game. That's the honeymoon stage where we have nothing to be frustrated about whatever. And we know that short notice. Tribble going to have some roster building to do. He's going to have to move pretty fast, but right. But you use the reference point for St. Martin's in one year, they went from catastrophically terrible to a little over 500 that's competitive basketball. Dallas competitive basketball is going to feel like us winning the national championship. You know, if Idaho wins 15 games next year and only one or two of them are, are, you know, sub D one. So 13 D one wins next year, that's going to feel like a huge step up. And I, for Pribble being set up for success, if the fan base is ready to be stoked at 500 basketball for year one, I think that's a great place for the fan base to be. As far as expectations of we need of if a competent guy is there, which hasn't been the case for four years, then things are going to look different. But that, that's the thing I'm ready for is we are, we're whether you believe it or not, I think you and I are good sports about Vandal basketball relative to what it's been for four years, even doing a show. Well, now Vandal basketball looks like it's not going to be a joke. I really hope that purple has his own version of the sleeping giant comment to kind of have the fan base unify around, because that's to me what this feels like it could be of. We have the easily best Jermaine in the big sky, we have the best academic school in the big sky. And now we've got a guy who he's done it at D2. He's been part of a rebuilt program at the mid-major level, which is kind of the Jason Eck model. Jason Eck, um, what I said, I mean, Jason Eck was part of a FCS nationally competitive team. He knows what that looks like. Pribble knows what a nationally competitive mid-major program looks like.
1: Sign me up. Brian, I have to throw a tiny bit of water on this just to make sure that everybody is aware. Like, yes, we're all freaking out because this looks like it's an incredible hire on paper. It does not mean that Idaho is going to immediately win the Big Sky next year. It does not mean that they're going to be a CBI or CIT, whatever the hell they're called now. It doesn't mean that they're going to get into a postseason tournament. It doesn't mean that they're going to win more games than they lose. It It doesn't work like that there's again like brian is alluding to there's there's a chance that he has to rebuild the whole roster there's a i mean he might come in here and decide outside of maybe isaac jones and and burris maybe maybe nobody else is welcome back it's coaches decisions they get to do that i mean Eck came in purged a fair amount of the spring football roster kept the core of what was intact and that we had all assumed was good that petrino just didn't understand how to use and then Sure enough, Eck proved way better coach than P- Petrino with mostly the same guys, took him to the playoffs. That absolutely could happen here, but we can't hold it against Pribble if he doesn't. We do have to give the guy some time to to grow into the job. It's the same thing we tried to do with Kloss with the interim year, and it obviously didn't look like it was going to go anywhere. And then he got an extra three years to try it. And sure enough, when you slam your head against a wall for one year. Well, when you do it two and three and four years, nothing improves. So while we all have a little PTSD here and we also have the, Hey, the last coach that got hired, turned a major program around immediately. We might not see that out of Pribble, but what we are going to see is at least competent basketball, competent coaching. And at least at the end of the day, if it's as bad as it was this year, there should at least be some sort of hope that we can cling to of there's there's progress that's being made here rather than just being stuck in neutral like we've been for the last four years. And that's that to me, Brian, is is the big thing here. There is at least optimism. No matter how bad or how good Coach Pribble's gonna be, again, gun to my head, I think he's gonna kick some fucking ass around here. But even if he doesn't, we have hope that the floor of Idaho basketball has raised from where it was, which wasn't a floor at all. It was just a like giant open hole in the ground that fell all the way to hell well that, that's what i was getting at is
0: no one needs to suspend their disbelief or, or talk themselves into excitement people should be excited about a, a, a the complete turnaround of idaho basketball and the real and the belief that the potential of the arena the potential of the institution will tra- will help idaho transcend what it's been basketball wise for the last 30 years look no one think like it would not like you brought up hey gotta have reasonable expectations for year one but dallas he hasn't even recruited guys we don't need we can be excited right right now which is why i'm gonna say before we talk about this compared to big sky head coaches we just gotta remind everyone nick davis helps sponsor the show he does kick-ass metal work he does idaho centric this is the uh joe jane logo he does that's a grumpy joe logo dallas has He also does personalized stuff. He did a Washington state logo for my little brother did a LA Rams logo for Dallas, which Dallas is not pulling up, but it's behind his right shoulder. If you're a viewer, if you're a listener, not too bad. But anyway, Nick Davis does the, if you, you want to put anything Vandal oriented on your wall, that's who you should go to. They sell stuff at the bookstore, but if you go through Nick Davis himself at Idaho underscore Davis or contact at tubs of the club, we'll hook you up for $85 instead. Vandals Sport, Vandals, Nick Davis does great work. So I want to talk about this compared to recent big sky hires. Um, it Look, Pribble fits the basic big sky mold of you're either probably going to get a guy who, if it's a power five guy, it's kind of a weird background. And usually it's like a number three type of assistance, like, like Travis DeCure. However, like, you know, Sacramento state hired, uh, David Patrick who had head Ooh. coaching experience. He has
1: bounced around like six different power five schools. Yeah. He,
0: he, I think Patrick's an anomaly uh, coming Mm -hmm. to the big sky as with, he he was successful at Riverside. Riverside's a better job than Sacramento state. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, this is to me, this is similar, but on paper, a hire that I like a little bit. I like more than Ryan Looney at Idaho, where you have the lower level successful head coaching experience, but different from Ryan Looney. Tribble has, has some D1 background at a, at a school that is something that right now Idaho probably aspires to be what Seattle U is. And if you guys are curious, Seattle U has awful facilities. You can uh, Google Seattle U basketball and it's I mean, it looks like their gym holds essentially what Mem Gym does or uh, they play at what used to be called Key Arena. I don't know what the hell it's called now uh, and it's at 0.2% capacity. So
1: Climate Pledge Arena is Climate, the official name.
0: Okay, Climate Pledge Arena at 0.2% capacity if they're playing in there. So, uh Seattle U is a program that with pretty bad facilities has been able to turn it around in the WAC and be competitive to the point of either winning the the conference season or at least being a team that on paper you think okay, they can be uh they're going to be competing for an NCAA tournament spot throughout the WAC tournament. That's what Idaho's try is is, that's the model for Idaho. I guess Dallas. I ran through the comparison of some recent I, um, head coaches in the Big Sky. Um, how do you feel day one about the Pribble hire relative to la- some recent Big Sky hires?
1: Um, I think Idaho walked away with a fucking winner here. I think this is one of the best hires the Big Sky has seen in in quite a long time. I couldn't be more thrilled with this, Brian. I I, I truly, honestly think. There is just about no one out there that Idaho could have hired that was better. Had we known about Pribble on the previous show, I think he would have been very highly talked about by all of us. He would have been, when we were giving our top three candidates, I think he would have slipped in there. I would take him over Looney in a heartbeat. I'd take him over David Patrick in a heartbeat, honestly, just for the the potential of, I do like the fact that he's a guy from this. I mean, he spent a lot of time here in the Pacific Northwest. Maybe it means if he's successful here, he sticks around that extra year or two. And a guy like David Patrick, I would think he's got no ties to Sac State. He could move on. If, if Idaho had hired a guy like that or like Austin Clonch, he's got no ties here. Not that he has to, but realistically, a guy like that is probably just looking to win and move on and, to bigger and better things. I, I honestly, Brian, it's tough for me. to. I mean, obviously, you can say Danny Sprinkle because they've won the Big Sky twice. But on paper, I don't know a whole lot of coaches that I would look at and say, yeah, that was a smarter hire than what Idaho just did. I, I think that three years from now, we're going to be talking about this being a one hell of a job by the athletic department. Yeah.
0: One of the guys I messaged with who gave me some background on um, on Pribble, spe- specifically that Pribble has while at Seattle some of the you know, game management coaching that a number three assistant would not have. Uh, what he told me is he thinks that within a decade, Pribble is going to be a Pac-12 coach. Obviously, that's speculation, but it's a non Idaho guy with co- with background in, in NCAA coaching. And uh, just wanted to bring that up because, again, it's not just Idaho fans who are stoked on the Pribble hire right now. The, this hire has universal approval from virtually every place I've seen. We're going to find out if it's a good hire when we actually play the games. But when we're this far away, um, you know, I, I think Dallas, you, the way the way you kind of closed it is the best way to understand it is there was reasonable anxiety about how the coaching search would go because of look. we're, we're not going to talk about Klaus much at all. But I, I, it's not a secret. He, a lot of people didn't like the process of Klaus becoming the interim and then he became the head coach. And it, it was a process that's not what happened here. And I like I think universally the process here, make it national. Um, bring in someone else, uh, Kyle Bullsby, who reputationally is a great guy, uh, t- as far as coaching searches go and trying to hire competent people. Um, I think going that route, opening up the field and getting a new head coach, look every there, there's no question about legitimacy approval, the way there was for Klaus that's done. Um, we get, we get to have a guy that people are universally stoked about. We have Tom Kendall, in the comment section saying, Brian probably can't say as he's trying his best to get back on TG's good side. No, I'm not. Um. But uh, circling back to the actual point, basketball now gets to do a complete reset. Uh, the resentments of the past, though legitimate, are done. And now it's time to get on board for something that it just ha- – it's not possible for it not to be better, Dallas. That's, that's, that's what we're looking at. And, and look, the first season, that's, that's going to be the comparison is the last five decades. If we – the last half decade, last five years was terrible – if Pribble can turn Idaho into a night-in, night-out competitive team, next year is going to be is going to feel honestly like Idaho won the national championship, even if it's just 15 to
1: 17 wins. Brian, I have a question for you. If Idaho hits 11 wins, how angry are you going to be about the last five years? When, if and when Idaho hits their 11th win of the season and surpasses everything Zach Kloss did in the previous four years, how is there any frustration of wow, we really just wasted? this many years.
0: No, no, because we, we exhaustively documented our frustration over the last few years. So I'm like, for me, when we did the close the book episode, close the book means close the book. Um, I'm no, I'm ready to, I'm ready to watch fun basketball. I'm ready to find out, Hey, what's this? What do Alex Pribble teams actually look like? I'm ready to be able to talk about competent basketball on this, on our show. Uh, How long it's going to take Idaho to rise to the level we all believe it can be? That's a a legitimate question that no one can answer today. But we now are going to get to see what's the purple era look like. And I'm stoked to document that. Unironically, just locked in, finally having reasonable expectations that might be met and getting to react to basketball news with excitement and not reasonable frustration a place we haven't been for half a decade man that's a very long time to have terrible basketball so no that i'm over that i'm stoked i am ready to i know how bad the last five years were especially last four it's done i'm stoked for something else alex pribble is going to be something else is that something else so that's what i'm ready for is what's the net what are the next steps going to be and the next steps of course are who is he going to recruit to fill out the roster?
1: Couldn't agree more, Brian. I'm looking forward to hearing all about uh, Alex Pribble, starting again with his official introductory press conference, Monday, March 20th, 3 p.m. Eastern, or excuse me, 3 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Mountain. You can stream it on ESPN+. We are going to be watching, and I'm sure we will end up talking all about it on a future podcast episode. Brian, we are finally here. Idaho football and basketball are both... Not going to be laughing stocks at the same time. I got nothing else, Brian. Vs up and go vandals, man.
0: Yeah, only thing I have to say is look, if we uh we get news about having triple on the show, we're gonna obviously promote the hell out of it. Uh we're still waiting for that yes, uh, or that no, we're or even out. the no. Yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna just a response would be nice. We're going to assault those DMs until we get an answer and let you guys know. But we know everyone here is going to want to see Alex Pribble on the show too to find out who the next head coach is. So, uh, fingers crossed. That cross brought that up because Tom Kendall in the comment section brought it up. But uh, look, it, here we have in the it, look. I don't have much else to add, man. We're gonna like you said. We're gonna we're gonna hit the press conference. We're gonna follow. We have spring football coming up. It feels like a completely new day. The the entire shadow that Vandals lived through the last five years is gone. Every everything now volleyball's got to get fixed, but everything that every sport that people tend to pay more attention to is on a track where either it's upward or at the very least your game with where it's at.
1: V's up. V's up and go, Vandals, guys. Thank you for everybody that listened to this. This is going to be one of our most watched basketball episodes ever. Thank you so much. Why? Why?
2: Why, I why to get we have there. to? One it's last o- time, Brian.
1: One it's last over. time. I know that was my oh that was my farewell God. to that era. It is over, guys. We are never going to talk about him again. A new day has dawned. Are you gonna- I'm going to hold you to that. Go, Vandals. Holy fucker. This is
0: producer Brian doing a terrible job of even finding what we're going to play us out with. So I'm just going. We're just going to call it good. See you guys Tuesday.